Funzia. Ja, hier in der Berlin Dance Club, ja. I'm actually kidding. It's not from Berlin at all. It's from Nigeria. Steve Monite. Song's called Only You. What do we know about anything? What do we know about anything? My microphone smells like an airplane. Literally, I smell like... I smell the inside of an air, air jet. And it's not business class. It's coach. Where we sit in the back. Like sardines. And we dance. Until we land. what I mean coach I gotta say right now as I'm sitting here the last thing I want is right now to be at an airport getting on an airplane I used to love airports until they became malls you know what I mean every time you go through a mall if there was a terminal on the other side of it I wouldn't be surprised if you're at the Century City Mall in LA And then on the west side of it, all of a sudden it said United Airlines. And then there's that tunnel that goes in. You wouldn't be too surprised. You'd be like, all right, that makes sense. Shop here, shop there, shop in the sky, shop on the ground, shop underwater, shop in space. I bet you when we start going to space, they're going to have like those magazines, those sky lounge magazines where you're up in space and it's like, Gravity Force 2000. Make your house feel like it's Earth. You know? And it's like catalog of people like sitting on their desk. Just sitting. You don't have to even show anything else. Maybe you can show like an iPad on the desk and like, <laughs> you know, just people, stuff that people put on like, I don't know, bottle caps and lighters and stuff on their on their table. And it's just an ad for gravity. What an easy product that, that is. You could shoot it on, on Earth. You don't have to shoot it in space. The sprinkler system 5000. Lawn your water your lawn like it's it's earth in 1980s. Can't wait for Sky Lounge Cosmic Edition. Can't wait to experience what kind of blankets to give out to people when we're flying out to the moon. I'm going. I'm for sure going. I will go. I don't give a shit. (laughs) How fucking insane it would be. I don't know if I want to do that to my body. Because I do know that like, you know, my body was created... So is yours because of the perfect conditions that are Earth. And then all of a sudden people are like, yeah, let's go put it on Mars.
We're doing what we did with fish and fish bowls to ourselves. But our fish bowl is Mars. And our sandcastles are going to be 3D printed Hyperloop towers. Rest stations. We have so much money to save our planet. Like right now, Jeff Bezos could clean up the entire ocean in like a week. But that cocksucker switches his packaging so it's less recyclable. We could fix everything we want right now. We just don't. And instead, we're going like for rockets and fucking cars and space. If all these companies put money together, they could fix the earth literally this this year. This year. Easily. Easily. But they're not responsible. That's why everybody's pissed. We're all aware of how fucking dumb the people in charge are. And we're all mad. And we're mad at each other because of it. Because we don't have like a good way of expressing our anger except for Twitter. And that's why we're going after each other as civilians and like the 99%. Or 90%, whatever the fuck the statistic is. And instead of, you know, forcing change like the people of Hong Kong are, we tweet and we order the one day shipping off of Amazon for a book that we don't even plan on reading. So... I don't know, man. Happy to be here, but at the same time, let's fucking get it together, you know? What's up with you, Jeff? In my last podcast, I'm still uncomfortable calling it a podcast, but it's just for a lack of a better term. I think there's a mental issue when people go after so much wealth and power and control and acquisition and you know, ownership and building their net worth. What you cotton, what you, what you, what you, what you compensating for, Jeff? Somebody call for a doctor. I think I'm sick. Oh, Jeff. Ain't had my medicine. JJ Kale called the doctor. What a good time for you to come on, sir. We were just talking about Jeff Bezos. Um, a couple days ago, I started migrating my um, stuff off of Google. <laughs> I'm not a conspiracy theorist. Maybe I am. I do think that the basis of a good friendship is open-mindedness towards things that are not mainstream. And, you know, if you want to call that conspiracy theory, suck a dick, so be it, you know? But I think essentially they're just information that you have to go seek out yourself and validate or invalidate. And it requires critical thinking and you might get lost in him for a second, but maybe hopefully you find your way out, you know? But at this point, it's no secret that companies like Google and Facebook are definitely 
the people in charge of their algorithms, right? That's hard to dispute. They are a bunch of engineers. They have to sit there. They have to write the algorithm. It doesn't write itself. So the human bias, the human like versus dislike, prior, priority versus non-priority, all that plays into this algorithm. So when you take it at its most purest state, sure, it might work. But when you take it to the extremes, then it's going to push extremes. And that's how extreme ideas get circulated so hard. And censorships happen and election seasons are rigged and people can play into their biases by owning these companies owning these companies so yeah it's not a secret that facebook and google especially google is playing a hand and stuff and for a company to call itself or like have a motto like don't be evil it means that it knew its potential of what it could do and because of that it said don't be evil Don't make this about your ego. Don't make this about the evil that you think is evil. And they knew it because they saw it. They saw the power. They saw the potential. They saw the trajectory and they're like, no, let's not let it go there. But it did go there and it's there now. In a way that they didn't think before, but it's there. So I decided I'm going to take my Google off or my uh, email off of Google. So I took Gmail off and I now use ProtonMail. I pay a monthly fee, but it's giving me a bunch of promises that makes me feel good inside. It probably doesn't mean anything. Because <laughs> if anything I've learned through the past three years of watching politics and data and breaching and all that is that nothing means anything. You know, you could sign NDAs and sign up with the best website and be anonymous and blah, blah. You're going to get exposed. So, you know, it's just a matter of... <laughs> how much time it takes, you know? So Proton Mail. And I haven't been using Google search for a while now. I've been using Ecosia, which is a platform that plants trees for every search you do. So I've been using that and DuckDuckGo, which is like a private one. It's a private, it doesn't da gather your data. And then I recently downloaded this uh, web browser called Tor, which gives you access to dark web, but at the same time, it's built in a way that like, um, it's complicated, but it's an onion system and there's layers and there's different nodes and it can't be tracked, but it can sometimes. It's a tricky thing, but it's better than Google Chrome. So I use that. And you're saying maybe why are you so paranoid? And I'm not paranoid for now, but I do have like this vein in me that's kind of like anarchistic and revolutionary, you know, and I'm quite aware of the trajectory of where we're going now with as far as civilians versus corporations and big entities such as corp uh, not corporations governments and religious groups and all that whatever has control over stuff telecommunications so on i see the disdain growing stronger and so i know at some point i'm probably i probably want to say stuff and if i want to take records off of my online activity so they don't gather data on me, I'm going to do it. They're probably going to gather it anyway because, like, Wi-Fi, you know. But I'm making my fel myself feel better, I guess. Just think about it. You, like, you have your Facebook, you have your Instagram, you have your Gmail, you have your Twitter, you have your Google search results. 
you've done all these things, all of a sudden it happens to you and you want to stand up for justice. And it means that you have to stand up to, I don't know, government, uh, corporation or person or whatever. If that person has enough resources and money, they can pull up all the information on you, build a profile of your psychology, your behaviors, your likes and dislikes, your fears and whatever, and have that on you. And I don't know. I don't know where my life is going. So I'm just, this is my gift to my future self. Some sort of anonymity online. And I'm digging it. So I've been in that world the past few days. I thought I was going to shoot, but I didn't. Instead, I celebrated my birthday with a bunch of friends. (laughs) And... Everyone had different schedules, so I hung out with people like in pockets and every person took me out to eat in like desserts and stuff. So, dude, for the past four days, I just like went straight gluttonous on myself. So I'm recovering now. (laughs) Man, that's a lot of food. (laughs) Wow. But yeah, now I'm 34. I was a big fan of 33 because of the numbers 3-3 repeating themselves. Now it's 3-4 and I don't know who I am anymore. That's fine. I look forward to 44 and then 55 and then 66. <laughs> and then 100, which will be double zeros. Which is, if you've played roulette, the worst number. If you're a person who bets on zero, you're a prodigy. Because who thinks of that? Aminullah Rashidi and Turaj Negahban. Song called Mikhaham. Good luck spelling that. Some Persian music for you. I'm gonna play this other one for you though. named Haide, and she's one of the Iranian greats, but she is well known for being a pop artist, and 
Growing up, every Persian party I went to, whether it was a wedding or someone's graduation or a dog, we would listen to poppy Persian music and we would dance and do the stuff, right? But it took me years to realize, and I would say recently, that pop artists sometimes have those poppy songs and they're known for their poppy songs, but they actually have a trove of like deep cuts of experimentations and, you know, weirdnesses that they keep on their albums for the true fans. And I, and I hadn't realized that. And then I did recently. So I went into this weird, not weird at all. Uh, it was a weird night because it was random, but I went into this deep rabbit hole search of going through Persian artists that I had heard at weddings and whatever to see what deep cuts and traditional traditionally inspired music they had and so i found haida which i knew her from like all the hits but i found that she has some really cool traditional iranian music so now i have that i need it on vinyl though So yeah, I don't know. I'm going to I'm going to continue migrating everything over board everything up, you know, make it secure and stop fucking participating in the stuff I don't agree with, you know? And I should cancel my Amazon Prime actually. I tried to do that once and I realized that I just set an alarm and a I set up a reminder instead of a canceling it. So I'm going to do that right now. Oh, sign in. So, bye-bye, Amazon. Bye-bye, Google. I already deleted my Facebook. I'm hoping to get rid of my Instagram by the end of the year. And, uh, you know, just do it differently. Or do one myself. Maybe we can make a social media that's more ethical and better and more complete than this bullshit that we have now. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> All right. I'm going to delete this. Where is it? Email subscription. All right. I'm going to do this, and I will talk to you soon. Loves and hugs. Bye-bye.